It's the VNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Thursday, October 6, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to another edition of the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less Pisscast, brought to you by Shane Holmes. Welcome to the Pisscast, the Shane Holmes Pit. I don't know if I should put those two together, Shane Holmes and Pisscast, would they? We should ask what they, how they we feel about that. We should probably ask, yeah. <laughs> be like, do you want to be associated with the Pisscast or should we be calling it a podcast? They seem pretty cool, though. I they do seem like they wouldn't mind. They're do, down with whatever. How do you feel about the word piss? Yes. Is that offensive or... <laughs> I mean, they're not saying it. Anyway. Yesterday, we had our uh, private pop-up show with the Arkells at the top of the Calgary Tower. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty special. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, we overlooked the city. We were up there, and the Arkells were just hanging out. And it's so cool, because when they do those pop-ups, it's so casual. Yeah. Right? Like, half the band wasn't there, and then the half that was there... I'm going to be honest, I think we're a little bit hungover, which is pretty funny. <laughs> they were saying they wound up at Michael Bublé's show the night before, and uh, then a couple of them the wound casino. up at the casino after yeah. that. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and, you have, like, Max will tell stories. They'll tell stories in between the songs and kind of interact with the people who are there. Totally. The coolest part, maybe, was they said there was a girl from Calgary named Nikki, and she sent them a, a DM asking if she could play the fiddle with them. Yeah. And so she, Max said they invited her out to the sound check and thought if this goes well, cool. If not, then we've Whatever. had some fun and we'll, we just won't invite her back to the show. Yeah. But uh, she slayed it. And she they, did. They brought her on stage and she absolutely nailed it. Yep. And I'm sure it was just like, I'm sure she was floating. She's probably still floating around. Oh my God. It, it, yeah. was, it was very cool. Yes. Which is so funny because I was talking to Max about potentially playing fiddle on like at some point with him and we've been communicating back and forth and I didn't even think to ask for this show which is good because this girl was amazing and she killed it like it was it was great but on the other hand I was like why would you have not thought this would have been the perfect opportunity because we didn't have much heads up that this was happening we didn't but it it didn't cross my mind you know when it crossed my mind for the first time was 11 p.m. the night before like two (laughs) nights ago at 11 p.m. I'm like why wouldn't I have just asked? Like, they would have easily said no, and that's no problem. But it's like, there's no harm in asking. And she did. And look what happened. It was like, that's awesome. Yeah. He said, this is about shooting your shot. It really is. <laughs> Worst thing they could say is no, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's so awesome. Because then, yeah, she got to come check them out. And she's a huge Dark House fan. So yeah. it was great. Yeah. It was very cool. Very special. So a uh, shout out to our promo team for putting that together. Yeah, it because, was awesome. I mean, I always, you talked the other day about how you feel kind of, kind of guilty about getting to go to this sort of thing. Yep. I feel so spoiled too because you know I've seen I've seen so many shows in big venues and stuff and just like you know regular shows yep. that I'm almost like I live for this sort of thing now yeah. the kind of like exclusive private show and yeah like I think there's a place for both I love both for different reasons like these these private things are unbelievable but it's still like the energy of being in a building with all yeah. those people uh, like minded and, and that I still really enjoy and it's funny that's one thing that pre-COVID I think I'd lost the appreciation for. And every show I've seen since COVID with with a lot of people in a building like that, it's like I feel the energy more. I appreciate it way more now. Mm -hmm. It's just like being together with that many people just because I guess for a while we couldn't do that. And the energy is up at shows. Yes, that's it. You can feel it. You can't explain it, right? You can't explain that energy that's just, it's electric in the air. You're like, ooh. 
Well, it's been a busy week for us so far. Um, we've had, we hosted that yesterday. We've had a couple other hosting duties. We've had guests in the studio all week long. Uh, my boss, my, and I've, I've missed my workout like every day because we've had something going on and yeah. my body doesn't feel right, John. Oh, my, bo- no. my body. Uh, so, so I've been working out at 3.30 in the morning so I get it off in the morning instead. That is early. plenty early. Mm-hmm. What time are you going to bed? Well, not as early as I should. Uh, I'll try to wind out at like 8. Okay. And then try and fall asleep by like 9. It's not too bad. It Realistically, I mean, the when that happens isn't very and I try yeah like even I find resting my mom used to say just resting your eyes is good yeah just resting your eyes <laughs> so yeah uh, any workout in an hour that starts with three in the morning oh man it's weird and the only reason I can do it because that like normally I wouldn't be able to but for like I was naturally waking up at that time anyway mm. and I was like kind of just staring at the wall and I realized that I was pretty wide awake at that time. I was like, why wouldn't I do something productive with it? So my body almost like naturally allowed that to happen because there's no way in hell I'd set my alarm for that early if I wasn't like awake at that time. Yeah, it'd be pretty easy to just hit. Oh my God. No, I'm going to sleep for an hour longer. Yeah, and if I ever have a morning where that is the case, and I'm like, no, I'm too tired, then that's great. I go right back to sleep. But it's the days I'm kind of naturally up anyway and I can feel, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Let's go. You're like yeah. Mark Wahlberg. You were apparently on his Instagram. He's like, I'm getting up, I'm getting up at two in the morning. I'm up at one in the morning to work out. It's yeah. like, you're nuts, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on the show today, we're going to talk about two-step verification to sign into things. Uh, an old commercial you might remember, some Fortune 500 businesses, an etymology, a very famous voice. Um, Shauna smells like manure. Not right now. My wife McKenna did something I had exciting. Circumstance. <laughs> I didn't poop myself again, though. Potentially a new segment called God. Small Town News. Uh, first, your out of context clip of the show. Okay, you'd go finger for a million bucks? Yeah, I'd do the non diddling hand. B and S in 20 minutes or less. This conversation came up at our dinner table last night. I don't remember how. Okay. Uh, would you sacrifice any body part for a million dollars? Like, would you, would you lose an arm or a leg for a million bucks, Shauna? Hmm. I'd consider an arm, maybe. You consider an arm for a million bucks. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Man, I think I'd go leg before arm. Really? Yeah. No. Because like so many people walk around with a prosthetic and like they're so good at it you barely notice. Mm, that's true. Right? Yeah, and I was I thinking have... like legs for snowboarding, whereas arms not not necessarily. But you... can you snowboard with one leg? You can. Yeah. People do. You'd have to relearn though, or it would take obviously it would take some some considerable time. Hmm. No, I would. I think I'd go arm over like. I mean, if it was like a finger for one hundred percent. Okay, you'd go finger for a million bucks? Yeah, I'd do the non-diddling hand, because the one hand I need to like play the violin, whereas... you got to provide some context yep, to people who I might be new to the show there. I did, out there. Uh, <laughs> violin, there's one hand the that you, you have to use with your fingers to, for the notes. No matter what I'm saying right now, I'm digging myself a bigger hole. The other... Oh, my God. The other hand, though, you don't... It just holds the bow, so you don't need all your different fingers, so I'd take one off that hand. Okay. Uh, toe is no problem. I don't care. Yeah, as long sure. as it's not the big toe. So here's my next question. Does the method of removal change your answer? Like, let's let's say it wasn't surgically removed under anesthetic. Let's say you put your hand down on the table and someone hit it with oh, a meat God. cleaver. Would you do that for a million bucks? <laughs> it's a tough one. Do I have it's booze? Tough. Can I chug a bunch of booze beforehand? <laughs> Okay, yeah, it's like a battlefield amputation where you're allowed to bite down on a strap. Okay. And you can drink some 5X whiskey before you do it. 
For a finger, I'd consider it. Yeah. Would you? Uh huh. It'd be traumatic. As someone who's almost lost a finger in a door, yeah. it sucks. It really sucks. It wouldn't be good. Um, but yeah, I'm a million dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, do a lot I, with that. I wouldn't do arm or leg. I don't think just because I think the changes that would make to my life would yeah. be bigger than the changes that a million dollars would make to my life. Because I'd I'd pay my house off, buy a new truck, yeah, and then put no. whatever's left over in the bank and keep living the way I do now. It wouldn't change my life, but missing an arm would change my life huge. Mm-hmm. No, I would consider so, it, but you're right. Like I wouldn't do it. I don't. I don't think a million dollars is worth it. But for a finger, but like, a finger. Or a toe, especially a toe. Yeah, you don't Those need things. all your toes. I do break you? them like every other day. I swear. I looked down the other day. I looked. I was like, I, I hit that off something. It's broken. Didn't even you notice. You told us about when you stubbed them in the early morning. Oh and yeah. I don't know what it is about my toes, but like they have bro- they look so messed. So they have long. been broken. That's it. You can pick a dime up off the floor with them. Things. I can scurry up so. trees with them. They're very long. You know, limber toes I've got, but yeah, they get broken all the time. So, so a you toe, wouldn't miss take one of those, get even rid with of the them. old meat cleaver. You'd yeah. Do it. Oh, yeah, I would. It'd be awful. Again, I don't notice when they're broken. I'm sure I wouldn't really notice that much if we just take it off of the meat cleaver. But you think about all the old farmers around here and stuff who are missing fingers. Yeah. Did it for less than a million bucks. Totally. So. Yeah, I mean. I mean, you survive. Unfortunate. Yeah. Sucks to be missing a finger, but you're, you'll be eventually you'll be okay and uh-huh. then you'll have your million dollars. It might actually be an improvement to my feet. <laughs> One of the less, fewer toes to stub. <laughs> yeah. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You talk about toes and their lack of importance, but I had a friend of mine years ago, I uh, got stranded on a mountain, frostbitten toes and lost all the toes. You had to learn to walk again because your toes stop you from falling. Was it his big toe? All of them. Yeah, if you lost oh, all of them, yeah. I could see it. That would oh, yeah. be a change. But like to just lose one. Yeah. Like you said, if one of the little ones, you'd probably be okay. Oh yeah, the little pig, you can go away. Yeah. Yeah, I know the but I know that. the big toe really frigs with your balance, right? Because that's obviously where the big the big bone is. In, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that one would be a bit tougher. But the the little in between ones, like ah, those yeah, three. Just curb catchers. <laughs> how how did this dude get stranded on the mountain? Uh, he was skiing and went out of bounds, and he got lost, got twisted around. He was out uh, backcountry in Bernie. Oh, Man, that's awful. Shit. Yeah, he was out there for three days. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Yeah, this was like 20 years ago. Man, you'd probably think that you were a goner at that point, hey? Yep. Oh, yeah, he, he figured he was in. Wow. That is yeah. awful. Yeah, he lost, he lost all his toes, and... Three fingers on one hand and two on the other, I think. Holy Jesus. crap. Yeah. Man, to be out there at night, like shivering, you're like, this is it. Yep. Like he says he's never been in such a darker place. Like it was cloud cover and like the, the pitch blackness and the noises that you think you hear. Oh my God. Like he came back, he, he had a life a long time psychologically. No kidding. Yeah, his mind back and like, so like the things you hear, like like I heard death coming from me for me multiple times. I was like, wow. Did you, did, do you do you still know this guy? We should have him on the program. I haven't talked to him since high school. Like we, after high school. we had that dude on the show last winter who was a snowmobiler, right? And they there was someone who got hurt in their party. Yeah. And they had to like build a fire and keep him warm throughout the night till the rescue team could get in yeah, yeah at least great. they had like supplies to build fire and stuff it's really but. scary like even when i snowboard there has been times where you're like it could be it would be so easy to get lost and man yeah it's scary yeah a guy i play hockey with a couple maybe three or four years ago he was on uh 
horseback. They were out in the Kananaskis country and got twisted around, and they were lost for two days. In the summer or winter? Summertime, but he's, well, it was kind of fall, I think. Yeah, he, he it's still it get really cold. cold at night. Yeah, yeah, I bet. And they didn't, they didn't have any food because like they were just expected to go on a day run, day ride. Yeah, and he said it, they just got twisted around and just yeah, they were out for uh, two days. Oh man, the mountains are no joke. I got lost in the backcountry oh, yeah. one time, and I we knew that eventually we'd hit a road if we just kept walking down the mountain through a, through deep snow, and we did, but it sucked. Yeah, I've got, I've got I'm not lost like severe, but on quote plodding and dirt bike and stuff, I got twisted around pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. And then everything starts to look familiar. It's like, oh, this looks right. This looks, and then we ended up doing a whole like a two-hour rip. And it came back to right where we were. Oh. And it was it was pretty defeating, but then we managed to backtrack some trails and got our way out. That happened to Frodo and Sam on their way into Mordor. Did you know that? No. No. <laughs> the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I somehow got onto the town of Vagerville's news website yesterday. And God, it was precious. Like, I don't know if you've looked at small town news websites before, but my, like, it is fit. So the top story was council administration and staff congratulate Randy on his retirement. <laughs> just first name. Just, just first ran- name. Last name, not necessary. Not Everyone necessary. Knows who everybody knows about. who Randy is. Well, Apparently, he started with the town in 96, okay, and everybody knows Randy, so. Well, congratulations to Randy congrats. on that retirement. I mean, <laughs> we kind of poke fun because it's they're not, like, you know, big stories, but. Would you not be more inclined to consume the news if you knew everybody in it? I'm absolutely. Like, I, I know everybody who's going to be mentioned in the news today. That's like, totally that, it. I would definitely tune in. Yep. I know. I know. And the next one was like a recycling reminder because I guess people aren't <laughs> recycling the way they're supposed to. So those were the top headlines for the news. And I was like, oh my God, small town news would be a great, great thing to bring back on this oh, radio program. Man, Just let's... small town news. Our top story, Randy from Maintenance is retiring. He's been with the town for 28 years. Randy, you will be missed. The town of Vegreville is reminding Susan specifically to refrain from putting non-recyclables in the blue bins. While your lilies are the pride of this town, their clippings are not recyclable. Joe fought Doug from two towns over. Sources say, quote, he got him pretty good. An investigation is underway. Anyone with information is asked to call Terry. He wants to know the details. <laughs> and still to come, an unfamiliar truck spotted at the restaurant. Is there a visitor in town or did someone from town buy a new one? You're watching Vegreville News at 6. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We were talking earlier this week about my wife getting her hair done. So McKenna has like she had very like, white blonde hair. Yes, very striking, nice and pretty, long. It's long blonde hair. Yes, yep. she always has since I've met her. Um, but every six months when she gets her hair done, she'll talk about doing something wild with it. Mm-hmm. And we go through a few days of talking about it and she never does. And it seems like a big waste of time. Well, she got her hair done yesterday and she did it. She dyed it bright red. She went for it. Oh, yeah. that's amazing! I know. I couldn't believe it. She sent me a picture from the oh, chair, I and she's see like, it. "Look, yeah, it's like it's." Do you like it? I love it. Okay, and I, I, but I like, I like red hair, and oh. I like like very vibrant colors like that too. I think it's super cool. Also, to be fair, that's yeah. not a fair co- like question to ask you because you you can't say no. <laughs> I was the one kind of urging her. I was like, "Do it, go for it. It, yeah. it would look great," and it does. Uh, but that's it's awesome because like. 
Ever, I haven't I've only, I haven't seen her very much since she had it done, and like I saw her live. Whoa, geez, you have red hair now. Like it's it's a big change. Yeah, still. totally. So she loves it too. She's glad she did it. Uh, when she came home and Bo saw her, he started crying right away, and he ran up to his room. And then he wouldn't come out. I was going to ask that That's yeah. the next question because I forgot. I was like, well, I'm glad you like it. And I was like, oh, you have two young boys. Yeah. And what they've only they ever known her with this like white oh. blonde hair. So he went up to his room and he was mad because she looked so different. That would be a and, little bit weird as a kid when you think about it, though. Like, because you'd almost be like, is that mom still? Like, where'd my mom go? Yeah. So I went up to his room and I sat with him and I was like, you know, she's the same it was our same mom underneath there. It's just kind of fun to change up your look every once in a while. Yeah. And he wasn't having it. He was mad. Oh, no. He's like, she's going to look like that forever now. And I was like, well, no, she can go back. Yeah. To blonde eventually if she wants. But it was so funny because he would like, his room's on the second floor and yeah. it looks down to the, the main area. And he would like open the door crack and stick his head out and see her and then scowl and close oh, the door. Oh, my God. <laughs> Was she like horrified by that or is she okay with it? She loves it. So I think she's okay. okay. Good, and he'll good. come around. I was explaining to him. Yeah. I was like, by this time tomorrow, you probably will for- forget about it. Like yeah. you'll be used to it by then. Oh man. But it was, I mean, <laughs> you come home with this bold new look and you're like, I hope people like it. And then you're <laughs> He runs up to his room, locks himself in there. Oh, yeah. So, disheartening. Uh, not the reaction she was hoping for nope. from Bo. But he'll get there, as you say, though. He'll come around. And, oh, I, and I think it looks great. So, Good. a lot of fun. B and S in 20 minutes or less. I smelled manure all day yesterday. And uh, I was outside a whole bunch. And sometimes I find there comes a time where downtown, it just does. It smells like manure. I don't know if it's just some like last minute planting of something or... I saw a post about this online yesterday, too. People said like parts of the city really stunk yesterday. Okay. Don't know why. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. So I was smelling it all well, the whole time I was outside. I was like, oh, it smells like dump. And then I got home and I <laughs> realized I was still smelling it. And I was like, do, do I smell like poo? And sure as hell, I looked at the bottom of my boot, and I had stepped in some. So I was wandering around all day yesterday smelling of straight dump, and I thought it was outside, and apparently maybe it was partly outside, but I also directly stepped in some sort of poo. Okay. And I don't know, Beckler, what time this happened at, but I oh, went for lunch. No. I was at the private Arkell's show at the Tower. And I was like, did I smell like poo the entire day? I didn't notice you smelling like poo. Okay. At the tower, because I probably would have said something. They, I hope so, because that makes me hey, feel... Hey, it smells like plop by you. Uh, well, honestly, <laughs> I hope that you would. I hope we're close enough that you would say that to me, because otherwise, can you imagine, like, if I smelled of dump that whole time, and anybody who met me and all the <laughs> friends of the show that were there, just like, oh my God, yeah, I met her, yeah. Old yeah. Poop, poop shoe oh, Jefferson over there. Very nice girl. It smells terrible. Yeah, very nice girl. Dumple Stiltskin <laughs> is what we call her now, because she's dump. She just smells straight of poo. We have to be one of the only... I mean, back to the city stinking. We have to be one of the only major cities downtowns that would smell like manure sometimes. Yes. You know, there probably aren't many. Well, because I live right downtown here. Uh, and so I tell you when I come in, I'm like, it's a day. It's a, it's a, it's a poo day. Like there are days where I just know it's like it reeks of, of manure everywhere you go downtown. And you're like, oh, okay. It's, Smells straight of poop. Yeah. It's isn't the whole like if you if you smell poop everywhere you go, check your shoe. That's a saying, isn't it? That's a saying that says like if you yes. have trouble everywhere you go, maybe you're the problem. But again, here the whole city smells like that certain days and it's just normal. So I didn't think to check my boot. But then you also did. 
I did step also in step poo. in. So I was doubly poo. I was poo squared. Okay. <laughs> I just walk around here. Poop she just got, got worse. Oh my God. BNS in 20 minutes or less. I'm listening to this audiobook right now. It's uh, the audiobook, audiobook version of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Children of Huron, which is one of his older stories from before Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I'm on a big Tolkien kick right now. And I think part of that is the Rings of Power show on Amazon. I'm sure. Yeah, it makes sense. The best part is that this audiobook is read by Christopher Lee, though. And Christopher Lee played Saruman on the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings trilogy. And he has just the coolest voice. Yes, they he- journeyed southward along the banks of Narog until they were taken by scouts of the elves and brought as prisoners to the hidden stronghold. Thus did Turin come to Nargothrond. That's how That's how the chapters begin and oh end, and then there's this God. music. That voice, That hey? is intense. That's, a, that's an awesome voice. That's and, amazing. I mean, he did, he, uh, he did some work as the vocalist of a metal band, too, like in his 90s, I think, because oh his voice God, is so cool. Yeah, makes but sense. as cool as that voice is, it wouldn't work for everything. It wouldn't work in every speaking role, would no. it? Because it's just too, like, not menacing, but, like, it, it works really well to read a story like this, which is an epic. It's yeah. about battle, and it's it, about heroes and stuff. Definitely. And, but if you're just, like, trying to do regular... Just regular speaking roles? Yeah, like, wouldn't... No, no. Even, I, I think, like, it would probably get old on the radio eventually. Wouldn't you be like, man, this guy's totally. really scary. I am too, this is too intense. <laughs> this is too intense for my morning My bum commute. is too puckered at all times for this voice. No. Nope. Like, or what if he, like, read the announcements at, a, at an elementary school over the intercom or something? Huh? Attention students, remember to have your permission slips in by this Friday for our field trip to the zoo. Oh yeah, that doesn't quite work. No, no, no. Like even at work or something, like (laughs) the nutman is in the lobby. If you would like to purchase an order of bulk fuzzy peaches, come now. Yeah, you'd be like, holy hell. Bring cash. Wow. Wow, okay. You're scaring us, I'm Christopher. Terrified. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Etymology with Shauna. So, Beckler, yesterday you said the word rigmarole. And when you said that, I looked at you and I was like, yeah, that's an odd word, isn't it? I don't even remember what the context was, but I, I do remember, remember that word escaping my lips. Yes. So. Yes. And it. so, for those who don't know, I mean, it kind of means like convoluted ramblings, essentially. Like, that's one of the... Oh, really? Then I don't think I used it in the right context. Well, what did you use it as? I was like the whole rigmarole or something, and I didn't... But again, I don't remember exactly what I was saying. But that it's kind of the same thing. Okay. Like, how would you describe it? Because there's a few different ways of using it, but one would be yeah, kind of like rambling and stuff. Another would be like just... The whole process, the whole... Like, the whole, yeah. Like, kind of, yeah. In... in Intense process, as yeah, you, something like that. Okay. Uh, so I looked into what that comes from. Why we say rigmarole. So there was a game in medieval times called Rageman, and with this game, what was called the Ragman's Roll, and this was this long scroll essentially full of descriptions of characters on it. And how the game worked is each player would draw a character at random, and then the scroll would describe their fortune. Is this like? the early version of Dungeons and Dragons? It, this is like an early RPG? Well, and for me, apparently the descriptors, uh, descriptors a lot of the time had to do with love. Okay. So it kind of reminded me of the earlier version of, you know, that square game where you pick a color and then you pick a number and then you reveal it as fortunes when like you're with a the, kid. with that little folding paper with thing? With the little that folding ch- paper. Ch- ch- yeah. Kind of reminds me of that too, right? Because you kind of, you pick things and then 
you get this right. description okay. of your love interests or whatever, all those ridiculous childish games. So that's where this kind of uh, originated was this long scroll was the ragman's roll. And I guess the game was fairly complicated and the scroll was again long and kind of like, so it was. Okay. That's quite a backstory to that. It that totally word. is. Right? That word really has no business <laughs> in our language today, does no, it? No, it totally doesn't. And I guess, yeah, it was kind of like some of those ro- scrolls would have 50 characters on them. So, yeah, just really long and intense. And so, a rigmarole. Wow. And it's that was from medieval times? From medieval times. And it survived till today. Yeah. And one of the characters on the scroll they thought was called Rageman. So, you, that was one of the characters you could be drawn at random. And that's where the name Rageman for the initial game came from. So, uh, the Ragman's role was part of this game Rageman from Medieval times that I mean, they used to play. Not a common word. No, but a lot of people use it. It's probably the only time it will be spoken on the radio in Calgary today. I would think. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put that back into my vocabulary and use it more though. I use it occasionally, but I'm I'm gonna put it back in. Try to slide it in somewhere in the coming days I on will. the show, and then all of us who are here right now will be like, oh yeah, the old rageman's rule. Yeah, there she is. Etymology mm-hmm. with Shauna. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Few Fortune 500 businesses to note. Please. These are, of course, businesses that are local that have puns in their names, good puns. Uh, first of all, we have a couple submissions from a friend of the show on the text line yesterday. This one I feel like we talked about, but you could tell Mr. P. Potty. Is this a, a porta potty co- company? Yeah. Man, we featured so many porta potty companies there. I'm starting to I know. Starting to blend together in my mind. That's why I was wondering, but it's P the letter, but of course P Mr. P potty and you know, that one kind of obvious. Yeah. But there you go. The next one. Truck Norris Transportation. Okay, that's good. Truck Norris. Yeah. Yeah, never like seen that. that one or heard that one before, and I was like, that is just phenomenal. Tremendous. Could you imagine if a company like that became like the leader in their industry? If the, <laughs> if the biggest trucking was company truck was, was a pun, that'd be awesome, wouldn't That it? would be fantastic. Cheering for you. That needs to happen. <laughs> uh, and this one I saw yesterday right by the station here, and I've never seen it before. Friends with Benedicts. Like it's an like eggs Benedict. Oh, okay. It's a so breakfast place. I, I think they have to do more than just breakfast, but they focus on their famous eggs Benedict. Friends with Benedicts. Very strong pun. So good. Tremendous pun. I walked by that yesterday. I'm like, are you kidding me? Right? Oh yeah. Be I proud almost, of yourself. I should have turned around. I was on a scooter at the time. I should have turned around and walked in there and given them a compliment. That's what I'm going to start doing with the pun business names that I pass. <laughs> I'm going to go in there and I'm going to give them a compliment for their name. They'd say table for how many? Oh, I'm, I'm not actually here to eat. I'm just here to say great pun. We need stickers. We need Fortune 500 stickers we can put up on businesses around town with good puns. That's what we need. We do. And yeah, go in and interview them. I'm here with Fortune Five Hundred. <laughs> Fortune Magazine. With Fortune From 500. where? Don't worry about it. Just <laughs> where do you get your name? BNS in twenty minutes or less. It's unofficially Throwback Thursday on the show. Yeah, it is. We were recently talking about mascots. We also talked about spokespeople for companies on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't remember why I thought of this, but do you remember those old Alexander Keith's commercials on TV with that? Scottish guy is their spokesman. Yeah. Remember that? I distinctly remember the one about the spilly talker where the guy's spilling his beer as he talks. And forgive the audio quality here. I guess our our uploads to YouTube were terrible in 2006 or whenever this aired. So the donkey says, 20 bucks. Same as in town. (laughs) What do you get when you cross a hand talker with a beer drinker? A spilly talker. Jumping the pride of Nova Scotia on the floor. Alexander Keith toils since 1820 for that beverage. So you must be given the brew the respect it deserves. Who's this Billy Tucker? Who? Who? 
You remember that oh, one? Oh, man, yeah. And then there was one about a label peeler. Mm-hmm. But then I also vaguely remember that something bad happened with that guy. The, the yeah. actor who played that Scottish dude. And I looked it up, and my memory was correct. His name is Robert Smith, and uh, he, in 2008, he was charged for possessing child born. Oh, God. And then two years ago, he was found dead in Minden Lake okay. in Ontario. So well, This is an awful story. Awful story. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, he wasn't the only spokesman from that area to from that era of TV commercials to go down for, for child porn either, was he? That's what happened to Jared from Subway. Right. And he's still in prison for it. Yeah. What was going on back then? I don't know. How are these companies hiring all these pedophiles for to be their spokespeople? Yeah, you'd think you'd want to do a, a pretty intense background check, but I guess even if you do, I mean... Yeah, maybe it, that, that doesn't come caught. up. Yeah. But I was thinking the same thing. I mean, wow. do deep dive if you're going to make someone the face of your brand, Yep. only to have it turn out to be Jared from Subway or or that fella. Spilly talker guy. Yikes. BNS in 20 minutes or less. We got an email from Mark recently saying that in order to up our security, we are now engaging in two-step verification processes for our work email. Mm-hmm. So, so now every time I exit out of our work email here at work, I, I get that prompt. That then it's like you have to then text yourself to get back in and... Every single day. Every, Every single day we have to do the two-step verification And then I have to do it on my phone because then it's reopening from a different location. Yep. And it's like, whoa, whoa, are you... Okay, we work in radio. All right, the most important emails we get are about concert announcements or somebody who is mad because I made a bad fart joke. Like, I do not need two-step verification. Okay? We don't work in payroll. We don't work in the legal department. I don't I don't have some sort of medicinal, you know, recipe that's hiding in my email that I need this type of security feature for. Like, why do we need this? Honestly. I don't know. It seems, it seems like a lot, too. Like, yes. I get... Maybe they think passwords just isn't enough, but to have to like get a text and enter a code every single time you try to get into your email is a lot. And more and more services are going that way. It's un- like Amazon is a bad one. Every time I try to watch something on Amazon, it has to send me a you know one-time passcode or whatever. But it's McKenna's phone number that's connected to the account, mm-hmm. so then I have to text her and say, "What's the code you just got?" and then put it in. It's I'm just trying to watch a show on Prime. I just want to buy some concert tickets and it's like tell me how many crosswalks are in this and then it doesn't work half the time do you ever notice like for me when those ones all like click it and it's like no try no, again no, you now, how many stoplights oh my god like I don't know don't care the only nice thing about two step verification I mean other than the security depending on what it is is uh, I've read that it it could potentially eliminate passwords one day well, this is what I'm hoping, because if that's the case, that's different. If I never have to remember a password yes. again, and all you'll do it's getting is send insane. a text to get in, mm-hmm. then that would be better. Yeah. But yeah, because if we keep going the way we're going, like, the year is going to be 2050, and your password is going to have to be 28 characters long, six numbers, three symbols, one fingerprint, an ass cheek, seven passcodes, send to your phone, a smartwatch ping, a phone call from the president, a visit from an alien, and a blood sample. It kills me not to know this, but I've all but just forgotten what the... Co- You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X. 92.9, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have VNS in 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.